All right, welcome to this week's episode of the Temple of Who podcast. We are back after a week off. Hope your holiday was fantastic. Whatever you celebrate, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever your thing is, hope it was great. Uh, blessings on the new year. I am here as always with the bro, Kings. It is his birthday today. Kings, happy birthday. What is going on, my guy? Finally, happy this horrible NFL season is over. You can look at the season. I'm about one week behind you, so you feel me? Let me enjoy this last last eight days, really, because we they put the cap was a Monday night football for everybody to see. You know, we can't even hide. Um, <laughs> here's on backing us up again. The homie Jordan joined us again. What is going on, Jordan? What's going on, my guy? I'm chilling. Uh, <clears throat> I uh, my my football team not much better than Kings, so uh, you know we both out here. I was okay. telling Jason before we went on, I was like, man, they, the Raiders are about to trade for Aaron Rodgers this offseason. It, it's McDaniels. Is all, everybody's all in on Brady. It's all in. That's, Remember that's, I said Brady, Brady. Brady don't cost nothing. He a free agent. That's what I was, I was he saying. He a free agent. McDaniels scheme. He knows McDaniels scheme like the back of his head, you know, back of his hand. So it's just the weapons easy. are elite. The weapons are yeah. elite. The weapons are elite on offense. So it's just an easy fit. Ooh, shoot. They got to fix that offensive line and that defense, though. The offensive line, not an issue. You know, fast processing helps the offensive line. We were still say, yeah. <laughs> we were still okay, even with – and we have some guys hurt, too, that's going to come back. And we definitely going to get some pickups, a few, Uh, you know, depending, we got some nice picks. So we got 11 to 13 picks, 66 M's in cap space. So, I mean, you know, hey, I tell we'll everybody – Next year, the Super Bowl in Vegas. I told you the script is powerful in the NFL, fellas. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back, back to the hoop thing. We start off Lakers showing signs of life. Thought they were dead. Five-game winning streak. Listen to this, guys. In that Within that five-game winning streak, second-best net rating in the NBA, second-best offense, 13th-best defense, they beat the Hawks, Hornets, the Heat, the Hawks again, and then the Kings. Um, the schedule does get very tough through the rest of this month. They play the Spurs and the Rockets are the only two non-playoff teams that they play. It gets really tough. I'm very interested to see how they respond. They got Denver tomorrow, but things are definitely on the up and up. Uh, obviously, LeBron James is a story over that um the winning streak, 38-9-8 on 58-27-77 shooting splits. In addition to that, we'll circle back to that. Dennis mm-hmm. Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder in the same same yes, time frame, 21-4 on 51-54-88 shooting. Thomas Bryant, 21-14 on 72% shooting. And I'm going to mention this guy because we're definitely going to circle back to this when we talk about uh, potential trades to further – you know, kind of fortify this roster. Russell Westbrook, 16, 9, and 7 on 44% shooting and the highest plus minus on the team in that time frame, which was very interesting to find out uh, when I when I was looking deeper into what the Lakers were doing. Um, but obviously, let's circle back to LeBron, just kind of incredible. He's in uncharted territory as far as an athlete in his production this late in his career. Uh, we just have not seen this. But... um yeah, man, I'll let, I'll, I'll let you guys kind of take it. Um, first one, the Lakers front office for sure to, to, to do something after this. But AD's getting healthy. 
Things are going up. Kind of a weird year in the West between the injuries and teams just not quite ready. Just uh, where do you guys stand? Starting with you, Kings. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Lakers are in, in a great position in terms of uh, they're definitely one straight trade away. I think there are times where that felt hyper hyperbolic, but I think based off what we've seen, um, they're one train away from being in a mix with everybody. And uh, I think we I, we said that a little bit early. We saw the flashes from when they started 2-10, and 10, when they made that crawl back. We're like, you know, they might have something here. And, man, this, this just this resurgence, I think, of Thomas and Dennis. And I, I, we talked about this in the in the chat. I, I think Vinay brought up a point with Dennis. Like, when you everybody was there, it's like he was just sitting back, you know, uh, because he just didn't want to step on toes. You know, you didn't want to – forced certain things so he wasn't as aggressive you know when the injuries came then Tem- thomas bryant then sure they have the ball right because now they have to they have to make something happen and now you see their abilities you know uh get put you know on in the forefront and that kind of gets to our point in terms of trading these guards not even just in the sense that you need wings you need to like consolidate the, the guard rotation you know what i'm saying because when all these people are there it, because they do so many similar things it's hard for certain guys like Dennis to get going when you have Dennis, you have Lonnie, you have, you know, Reeves here and there trying to get his looks. And then you have Russ too, at the same time, it's like, you need to cut stuff stuff down, cut the rotation down. So you can have only run certain guards at certain times. So it's like now though the guards was out there, they're able to get their game off. Um, But yeah, I mean, there's just a, go ahead. I, I, I like four of the guards. I think that's like the, like Reeves, Lonnie, Dennis, and um, who's the last one? And Russ. And Russ, like, I mean, we'll talk about the like the rest of the future on the team or go in a few minutes, but like that should be the four guards. I don't think Pat Bev should be in a rotation anymore. Right. It, it's just the fact that you because they because they don't have wings, they have to play all of them right. simultaneously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mostly like giving it a platoon, right? We have two at a time, and that right. way they're each having you know opportunities to get themselves going without like stepping on each other's toes. So I think that's kind of what you see when you have to play the four guard lineups to certain my guard lines, right? <laughs> um, outside the sizes, you have an issue in terms of production because a lot of these guys, you know, are, are kind of, you know, redundant skill set wise. So, you know, once they get that wing, you know, that wing is just really going to be big. And then Thomas Bryan's just been a man. He's he, he showed these flashes before the injury. And now he's completely played himself back to the trajectory he was before he got hurt. That's basically what you're seeing at this point with Thomas Bryan. Again, shout out modern medicine. Uh, they you know, he got his surgery he rehab back and now he's looking back to where he was before he got hurt. So um, great pick. Uh, they bet on that and, and, it, and it panned out. So the Lakers, I mean, it's kind of crazy because. Just two weeks ago, we were like, man, a lot of these guys wouldn't be playing on other people's rosters. But when you look at the way these guys compete, it's like, you know what? Some of these guys can contribute. You know what I mean? Some of these guys you can't here in there. Go ahead, you, Jordan. You two said that. I said no, that. Not, yeah, yeah. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, we said it. You know, me, Maple said it. But it's like. You well, know, I, 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 st- I still feel that way. It's just LeBron is playing out of his mind. But maybe, but probably, but you know what, Dennis, Dennis will probably be the guy. Like, oh, Dennis can crack a lot of rotations. But bro, uh, it's surprising that nobody took a flyer on Dennis Schroeder. Like, Dennis Schroeder would be probably the fourth best player on the Bucks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're be let's be serious, right? Like, that's the kind of guy that they're missing. So it's like when we're thinking of Lakers trading for to upgrade their roster. 
Well, I think Max Christie has some good positive value because yeah. he's looked really good. But it's like, obviously, are they going to play him in a rotation this year? Maybe not. But he adds some incentive to trade for somebody. Because if you trade for Pat Bev, because I think Pat Bev is going to have to be, he's going to be the guy that's going to be traded for salary cap um, to get rid of the salary. You have to throw in a guy like Max Christie, right? Yeah. Um, my hope is that they end up not moving Reeves. I'm sure people ask about Reeves before Christie, but I hope, my hope is that they don't, don't they move Reeves. What'd you say? I don't think they treat Reeves. Okay, yeah, okay. I think it's the only thing they did the same thing with with Reeves' contract that they, they made the same mistake they did with Caruso, where they didn't give add the year where you get his bird rights. So let's think about this. P.J. Washington, Charlotte Hornets. You trade Max Christie, Patrick Beverly, that 2027 first round pick for PJ Washington. Do you do it? Uh, hell no. You can you can you can you can take that package and go get Kuzma. And that's a, and that's a way better trade. Trade for Kuzma over PJ. That's a that's a much better that's a much better trade in my opinion. That's a much well, better. Trade. Well, the thing is, Kuzma has some familiarity with LeBron as well. That's the other thing. You know, familiarity plus he has the build, the athleticism, the two way type of play that they need. I, I would go with Kuzma. I mean, I don't think PJ is like terrible defensively. I mean, I don't think Kuzma is great defensively either. I don't think either guy is great. Defensively. Well, the thing, is, the thing is, I've seen Kuzma defend. Yeah, we've seen. We've seen that's the thing. I've you seen well. Kuzma play defense at a high level when that was his role. His that was his role. role. I have not seen PJ do that ever in his, you yeah. know in his career so far. So you PJ know. plays for a team that doesn't play any defense at all. That's, that's, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. And, and that's fair. But if you're gonna defense tonight, though. So if you're going to invest, but I'm saying if you're going to invest resources, you need to invest in somebody you know has done what you need them to do. And and Kuzma has done that before he got better. So, so would you trade Christie, um, Pat Bev, and the 2027 first round pick for Kuzma? That's too much, in my opinion. You can just so give them Bev. I mean, all these teams, they know they're, they have leverage on the Lakers, right? Like what? Well, the, the the thing for me, I, the 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 better the Lakers continue to play, the 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 leverage goes. In my opinion, the leverage starts to to dis, dissipate a little bit because there's no des, there's no desperation to make a move. You know what I mean? Lost Kings. It's all good. <laughs> but I wanted to ask you, Jordan, before we get before we get him back. So I saved Russ Russ's name for last. That was the big name as far as the the trading went, right? My thing is, over this, you know, short resurgence, he's been very impactful positively. So does moving him, does that kind of reset what they do? Or what? how do you think that works? I mean, at this point, I don't know if you could trade him, dude. That's, that's what he said. That's what I was like. And, and obviously, he's going to be the ticket because the salary is so big. So yeah. he'll be the, you know, the, he's the ticket to breaking stuff down into into more players because his, his number is so high. But if you get like, because honestly, if you think about it, the West is so wide open, right? That like, I don't think that, I don't think the Lakers need such a big trade to be contenders because you have, if you have a healthy LeBron and AD, especially the way LeBron is playing right now. Like you have, you can contend for, you can go to the finals. You can contend for the finals. Like we've seen it. They played a good game against the Celtics, right? The Celtics are the best team in the East. 
hands down. So I don't think you need to trade Westbrook. What you need to do is you need to package out Beverly, which you both you and Kings have already said needs to happen, right? Yeah, it's got to be. It's it, it's got to be. I think Pat Bev is is out of the rotation at least, and his number also at thirteen gets you Perfect. a serviceable a serviceable uh, player back. Kings, nah. I was just asking him. Um, you know, we mentioned Westbrook as far as trades. His number is yep. so big. That's the key to breaking stuff down, breaking breaking a player down into multiple pieces. But he's been a positive a positive part of the resurgence of the Lakers. Uh, have you changed your position at all? Whether they need to move him or if it's the right deal, you do or do you have to keep him now? Uh, where where are you with that? It's up to them. I mean, it's up to the front office because the the smart thing to do is to move him, right? Because you can get more with his contract than you can anyone else, right? The smart thing would be to move him and to move Pat Bev and to move Kendrick Nunn because at this point they're just expiring contracts. They're literally just contract uh piece. Uh, they're literally just um salary filler for teams to just yeah. take on, right? At this point, right? So it's really you're just moving the picks and those salary pieces. So. You can keep Westbrook and you could trade Nunn and Patrick Beverly in that 2027 first round pick. You can get a quality rotation piece. Oh, you can definitely get a quality wing. Is it the same value though? Because I feel like Westbrook's playing well enough where his value is a little higher than what they get you. It's the same value. I think, I think either way, okay. you, if you wanted a wing, like, because, like, you know, none and, um, none and, uh, Bev puts you in the bogey salary range. It puts you in the uh, other Bogdanovich salary range. It puts you in the Kuzma salary range. So if you want that wing, right, that quality wing, and you want to keep rest, you can just flip, you know, those two together and you get that wing, right? It's just if you want to swing for a bigger fish, which is probably what they are trying to sell to people, right, then you would think about holding on to do it with rest. But my thing comes down to this, bro. At the end of the day, do they want to, do they want to uh, go over the cap? Like that's really just what it comes down. To. <laughs> they don't want to go over cap. Literally, everything we're saying does not matter. Like they just won't trade anybody. The wild is like it's still the easiest trade to me. The one trade that I was a hundred percent in favor of. You could saw me like a Miles Turner turn whatever. The Indiana trade was always the best one to me. Now, Jason, you got to get over it. But the, it, it was to me. To me, that was the, always the best trade. I, I thought it was. It was until I seen Thomas Bryant do this. I don't think it makes sense to do that at this point. It was no, no, not at this point. I'm saying before the season. If you because uh, you can call it a contract year or whatever. Miles Turner's been incredible. He's a borderline All Star center this year. Indiana's a pretty. Indiana's a good team. See a block shot on the. Uh, yeah. that's, that, he just does stuff defensively that Thomas Bryant just can't do. Of course, of course. So that course. was so that you know that's you know in preseason that was always you know should have been the move that Indiana, was rumored to be on the table. Indiana's becoming buyers in front of our right, eyes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, becoming buyers now. So I think that's even off the table. But shout out to Wally Zerbiak, <laughs> All Star Ty, Tyree uh, Tyler Halliburton. But yeah, so I think the most interesting thing that came out. Of all the Lakers stuff this week was LeBron's comments about you know what the F need to be done. <laughs> um, yeah. How did you guys interpret that? And then honestly, when somebody tweeted the article out, LeBron did walk it back a little bit in terms yeah. of his frustration being expressed. But I think the damage was already done. Yeah, clean shaking his head. I think the damage oh. was already done. So what did you, Keith, what did you interpret that as? 
This was class. This was vintage. Remember, I've been asking for this for for a couple for for a while now. Legia. This is vintage uh, Legia tactics, planting the seeds <laughs> and walking it back. The, the usual. He did that so many times in the second state clip, and he'll say something. Then the next, he'll be like, oh no, I didn't mean it like that. You know, I was just saying, yeah, no, no. He he meant it like that. Um, what was said was meant to be said. Uh, you know what I mean? He was just doing damage control this morning. But hey, look. I've been hearing st- hearing some things, you know. It's funny. Uh, one of my mutuals, he put out a, tr- a, a trade. He put out a trade. Uh, put out a trade thing on the Twitter. I was informed that that was, you know, that was something that was being molded within an organization. And then, Lord and behold, you know, two hours later, reports coming out that GMs are preparing for LeBron to request a trade this summer. So. That is something that teams are actually preparing for internally. People are expecting this to happen. Uh, and I think the reason why people are expecting this to happen, and I think the reason why LeBron said what he said is because I think everybody understands that Jeannie will not pay the repeater tax. I think that's what it comes down to. She will not pay the repeater tax. And if you're showing your two stars that you don't want to pay the cost to compete, they will leave. Look, they, I saw I saw the Spring Hill ENT INDB production page. He ain't leaving LA, man. Bro, they got, no, they got projects going to 2025, man. You <laughs> can have those projects, and he can play. And he can play in New York. I'm just saying. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. This is the thing with LeBron, is that he wants to play with Bronny, right? That's his ultimate goal. He said it numerous yeah. times. My goal is to play with Bronny, and then I'll ride off into the sunset. So he has one year left on his deal. He wants to compete. Now he extended. He extended. Remember? Time extension. Yeah, it has a player option after this. After it this year. One year. So it's basically so has, yeah, it's, it's really one year because after next year, he after can After next he, year, he can opt out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's one year. So at the end of the day, he said he wants to – he he feels like he should be competing for championships. And he should at this level. I mean, this is incredible what he's doing at 38, right? So for him – it's like if I'm playing at this level, I want to play with my son. I'll go wherever I need to go the next year. Trade me, and then the year after, I'll go play with Bronny wherever wherever he's at. Oh, no. no, that's real talk. Like you have, like in his mind, it's like before Bronny comes to the league, I have one chance to compete for a title. Just completely, just go out and go win a, a one last championship. Because obviously, when Bronny comes, he's going wherever he's going. It doesn't matter if that team is good or not. He's going to go there. So it's like I have one chance to actually compete for a and title playing, next year. And he's playing at that high of a and level that he should be competing for a championship. And if he goes to a title, if he goes to a contending team, that team will be a favorite. If yep. he gets traded to a contending team, that team will be a favorite. He knows that. GMs know that. That's why they're preparing for him to ask out. It, look, it's, it's this Not- simple. He will not waste next year. He's not going to. If the Lakers do not make a trade, he is requesting a trade. At this point, based off the sound bites, based off what people are saying, based off what other GMs and players are doing, it's a done deal. If they don't make a trade, he's gone. He's gone. He has one more year to compete. It's not being wasted in Los Angeles trying to fill t- t- uh, seats for Genie Bus. He's not doing that. He's not doing that. Well, just uh, Evan, Evan Mobley. Donovan Mitchell and uh, let's see who else fits in the style. Give me every moment. No <laughs> I mean, do, do, do they want Ben Simmons, Cam Thomas, Joe Harrison first? 
We'll see. They make that, they make that trade. It's gonna be Christmas. I'm a, I'm a, yeah, yeah, you, you think I'm a you think I'm a part-time Pelicans fan now? They do that trade. <laughs> I'll start speaking with a New Orleans accent on here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Hear that. I'm you got to do it right now. No, no, no. Sorry. Not, uh, for no ben, LeBron, not for no damn Ben Simmons. You out your mind. But he LeBron will not be the centerpiece of a LeBron James trade. I know. LeBron to Milwaukee <laughs> for Chris Middleton. Huh? Nah. Did you see Ben tonight? I saw Ben tonight. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think the Lakers got, do have to bust in all series and do have to bust a move and just that's the thing. When when you have stars this late in their career, it's no need to play the to try to play two timelines. You go go all in. Go all in. And then, you know, you can reset after that. Yep. So that's 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 how I feel about it. You know, they they've shown you that they're ready to compete. They've played up their end of the bargain. Um also, before I'll be remiss not to man, shout out Darvin Ham, man. He takes takes the most unnecessary flack for that front office's shortcomings all season, and he just takes it on the chin. But he has had a lot to do with giving guys job. outside of LeBron confidence and putting guys in position to succeed. So, you know, shout out Darvin Ham. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Moving on to Darvin's old team. Let's start with the uh, the Bucks. Uh, we're gonna let Jordan take this after I just introduce some things. The Bucks, twenty seventh in net rating, net rating the last ten games, four and six overall, seventeenth in D, 29th in offense, second worst offense in the NBA. Uh, the last ten games. Yeah. I, before the season, I was out on the Bucks. I said I think Giannis is the best player in the league. I despise yeah. that roster on the perimeter. Outside of Giannis, uh, Holiday starting to show his age a little bit. It's tough for smaller guards over thirty. Um, Middleton hasn't played much when he has. It hasn't looked great. He's still got some time to get his rhythm. But he hasn't played. Yeah, it's just. Ooh, so uh, Jordan is a Bucks fan. Jordan, let us know what is wrong with the Bucks. Oh my God, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I mean, this team just lacks athleticism. Uh, from top to bottom outside of Giannis and Marjan Bochamp. Uh, and for some reason, Marjan barely cracks the rotation. You know what I mean? And, like, when he is in there, he does good things. Um, so at, at some point, Bud is going to have to realize, like, the kid's got to play. You know what I mean? Like, I have to play him. I think there's some chemistry issues right now. I think some guys are disappointed with their roles. I think Javon Carter uh, – you know, I think he deserves to be a key rotational player, and I think he's, you know, disappointed with his in and out of the rotation spot. I think, uh, obviously, we lack athleticism. I also think that outside of Giannis, there isn't a cre- uh, shot creator, which is huge. Is. Um, we see the offense go. I mean, against the Toronto Raptors, they're up 21. Giannis goes out. 
they blow a 20 point lead in two minutes because they can't get a shot. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's an issue. It's it's an issue. You know what I mean? And and obviously Chris Middleton's not playing, but at this point, I don't know if Chris Middleton will ever play again. Man. You know what I mean? Because it it's knee soreness every fucking day. Oh, sorry. Excuse my <laughs> every, baby continue. Every day it's knee soreness. It's knee soreness. But bro, at some point, it's the same thing with the Clippers, dude. Like at some point, these guys gotta play together, dude. And if they don't, we have an issue. And I know Giannis, Middleton, and Drew won a title together, but dude, this is it's becoming a huge concern that Middleton cannot get on the floor, and Giannis has to exert all this energy. And we Mm -hmm. saw it against the Hornets the other night, dude. He like he literally for the first time in his career, I saw Giannis give up. Like he was like, bro, I'm tired of this shit. Sorry, excuse my language again. But he was like, dude, I'm tired of this. Like, every night I got to come out here and be Superman, I'm done, dude. Like, y'all got to help me. And he gave up. Dude, he, he had seven, he had nine points in 22 minutes. He literally, first time in, in his entire career, I saw that guy stop playing. First time. It was so bad. I remember Paul asked me, is, is Paul was asking on the timeline, is, is Giannis hurt? <laughs> Yeah, it's just I I said it before the season. I just I do not love this Bucks team. I think that game seven with Boston is still in my mind. I was like, dude, Giannis is the only guy who belongs out here. And to be fair, Lopez was just coming back. So on the interior, I love like I love I love the Lopez Portis Giannis like five that five four combination of either or. I think that's really good. Perimeter wise, they just have nothing. The guard, like you can't have guard play that bad, and and be a serious contender. I think the outlier is you got the best player in the league. He can extend series when you guys, but when it's money time, it's just real tough without without a lead guard. Uh, I think the best hope is you hope Holiday and Middleton recapture some magic from a couple years ago. But I just the, the roster man, like you depending on. You know, Grayson Allen, Javon Carter. These are guys that, like, the Nets gave up on Javon Carter, bro. You know, just like. They, they needed Dennis, man. Yeah, they, they like a, a Dennis Schroeder. A Dennis Schroeder would have worked wonders for this team. Yep. You know, he just, it's just. Javon man. Carter's look great in spots, right? But, you know, to to, to uh, rely on him consistently. That's exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's just that he's not that. He's, he's playing a playing, you know, underwater in that role. You know, it's not, it's, it doesn't suit him. Um so what's the next step for them? You know, do you, you well, know, Portis, Portis obviously has some value. I know you love Marjan. Do you move him for some help now to extend Giannis's window? You know, he he was a you know a highly touted draft pick. People love his athleticism, his upside. What's the next step for Milwaukee? Well, you know, I said this a couple of weeks ago. I, you know, I don't think there's a move to be made for Milwaukee to really solidify themselves as as a contender, unless, you know, the Nets get injuries, which Kevin Durant left today. Um, You know, obviously you have 34. So, you know, as long as you got the best player in the world, you always have a chance. But I don't know if you mortgage the future with Marjan or any draft picks to get better. Because at the end of the day, I think Giannis is smart enough to know he sees the writing on the wall. Oh, you're going to ask out. I don't know if he does it this summer, but he may do it next summer. 
He's too he's too intelligent, dude. And he, he brought a title to Milwaukee. He doesn't know Milwaukee anything. That's nothing. Once you once you bring that title, you don't owe them. <laughs> and and I guarantee you, if you know the Bucks lose in the second round this year, I guarantee if he asked for a trade, I guarantee the city of Milwaukee would be like, I don't blame you, dude. And obviously I don't live in Milwaukee. I'm a Bucks fan outside of Milwaukee, but to blame him for the shortcomings of the front office, like John Horace, everyone wants to put him on a pedestal, but I mean, he inherited a great roster. He did from John Hammond, right? Where, where did they go wrong? You think? Well, I think first of all, they gave up way too much for Drew Holiday, and it's hard to say that because they won a. That title. was a lot of. That's a lot of. I think. I, but, I, I mean, believe, they won a title, yeah. so it's like yeah, you were like I'm, I'm just thinking about that. The Pelicans like flipped a quarter of that for CJ McCollum. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, but I mean, you want a title, so you can't yeah. really. Do it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's whatever. And like, if Giannis asks out, I mean, the Bucks hadn't won a title for, since 1971, dude. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're right. You're right. Fifty yeah. years. It's like, at the end of the day, did they trade too much? Sure. In the long run, if we're playing NBA 2K, but if we're looking at real life, dude, they they won a title. You know what I mean? And and they're still competitors every single year they're contenders because of 34 so as long as 34 is on that roster you just got to make him happy any way possible so whoever he wants i would just be like yeah sure like you want all your brothers on the roster okay cool (laughs) like we'll we'll add them black nepotism baby go ahead kings i I think that the i mean the bucks are in the same issue the lakers are in the front office has to decide do they want to win now or do they want to build for the future and if you want to save your money and you want to, you know, not mortgage your future, then you have to trade your best players because these See, are the guys. Is, who, who are the Bucks going to trade? They can't trade Drew or Chris. Who, who's going to trade for those two? And, and that's my point. So if you know you're strapped, if you know you're stuck, like the Lakers feel like they know that they're stuck and they're, you know, handicapping themselves, then you have to free the guys that you have on a team that you know are trying to win and trying to compete at a high level. You can't hold those people hostage. You can't hold it, and they won't. They won't allow themselves to be held hostage. This is a. This is a. They're not going to trade Giannis until he asks for a trade. But that's my point. But that's my point. This is a trade request era. Yeah. Like this is a trade request era. Players are not scared to ask for trades, and that's why you're seeing this campaign from LeBron. Like he has never formally requested a trade, but hey, if things don't go, if if the if they don't do what they need to do. I just, I just wonder if it's in Giannis's. Like, yeah, that, I, I was just gonna say that I don't know if Giannis is gonna do that. But you, yeah. you guys, absolutely, I don't know if it's in him to do that. Yeah, you know I, what? But you, but you know what, guys? We said a lot of people wouldn't leave certain teams until LeBron finally did that and left. That's if LeBron, if LeBron requests a trade for the first time in his career, nobody's gonna be scared to request a trade at all. That's facts. It's just that scene. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, you guys like in 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 theory and whole theory, you guys are one hundred percent correct. I just seeing how Giannis moves, I I can't see it. But you guys, in theory, you are one hundred percent correct. That you're this doing, is that don't, don't fall for the brand, Maple. Don't fall for the branding. Don't <laughs> fall, I, I love Giannis. That's my Niger boy. Do not fall for the branding. Hey, remember when Kobe asked for a trade though? You know, it's similar. Like Kobe won two titles or three titles with Shaq. 
and said, if, if y'all don't upgrade this roster, I want out. I mean, the same thing could happen with Giannis, you know what I mean? Like, and, and Kobe is his idol, right? So it's similar to I mean, he said it, Kobe and Brian. He said it out his own yeah. mouth. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, well, I mean, we'll we'll see. I just I I just I, I can't see. I don't see it either, but dude, he has to, bro. Like, I'll say the stranger things have happened. I'll say that. I don't see how Milwaukee can upgrade this roster at all. Like, there's very slim possibilities. Like they're what talking does, about waiting for Jay crazy, Crowder, man. but what does Jay Crowder do? You need a shot creation. Um, yeah, that's crazy. I don't even know what this one to get into what a Giannis trade looks like in his twenties, bro. Like, it, 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 <laughs> hey, that was it was the same thing I was thinking about when I say if LeBron asked out, you know, AD asking out, and I couldn't even fathom what that trade would look like. <laughs> imagine, imagine Giannis. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, that's what I'm like. Yeah, that's what I like. I don't even. Yeah. Nine, nine first 20. rounders, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> yes. All right, Giannis the the Thunder. Mm. I'd rather see him in Dallas. Him and Luca could just break the league. I would love to see him. <laughs> but um, Dallas has nothing to trade. What are they going to trade? Yeah, I know what I'm saying that's that's another thing. Who that's that's that, I don't even want to get into that. Moving to back to the other team in L.A., the Clippers took their sixth loss in a row tonight to the another struggling team, the Hawks. I hate this. Man. Team. The deep dive I went on the Clippers is nasty. Oh my god! In this uh, in this six game losing streak, twenty eighth in D, twenty sixth in offense, uh, second worst team in basketball via net rating over this over this stretch of time. And all all their advanced stuff screams out. They're they just don't. They don't ever play together. Uh-huh. And that is to, that. And to me, that. Is their issue and it's finally caught up with them. So yep. all to their fans, um, man, this sucks. Uh, it's a good thing you got Steve Ballmer as your owner, though, which they've yeah, been. Gonna cat, whatever it takes, you like, well, I'll pay it. But uh, yeah, but this it's every single analytics screen that there's no continuity, no no minute continuity, no rotation continuity. Guys uh-huh. can't get a rhythm playing. Guys get high usage one game. Then Kawhi and PG come back, they get no usage or no, no, you know, no touches or whatever. That that yo-yos back and forth. They can't get a rhythm. Their numbers suffer. If this continues, like I Jerry West has done, like he's a big move. But I could see him doing something drastic. Like not Kawhi PG drastic, but like well, I can see like four if you're an executive, Jason. Are you trading for Kawhi at this point? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It depends who I am. It depends who I am. I wasn't the only one that did it. It depends who I am. It just the thing with the the Bucks. They just I mean with the Clippers, they have no inside presence whatsoever after Zubat. Yeah, but Jason, are you trading? Like, who if you're an opposing GM, are you trading for Kawhi or PG's contract? The the best. I mean, the best trade they have is is Paul George. But are you trading for those contracts? I'll say this: Kawhi's looked a little better the last couple of weeks, but oh, it's he's still averaging like, seventeen points per game. Or I'll tell you, this, that's he, he, he was he was on a minute restriction. If you look at the last couple of weeks, it looked he's playing a lot better. It's, it's, it's still on a minute, dude. When has somebody ever come back from an ACL and write themselves from the rip? Let get, get let I guarantee you, in a couple of months, Kawhi will be the least of their problems. But, but Jason, this is the problem: is that we have this aurora that we love who the Clippers may be, but we no 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 that that that's absolutely that's absolutely true. But the thing is, 
I'm talking about, I'm saying just, I'm talking about Kawhi. My set in a couple months, I'm a Kawhi will be the least of their problems. Like you're, I can see, like be, you might be right, but at the at the end of the day, it's like we we keep having this. We keep thinking about what the Clippers can be. Or no, no, they, that's not not we, not we. I've been jumped off that train. Not we, but yes, people he, have. He said, "I jumped off," but that's the thing is like, okay, so at what point does Kawhi come back to who he is? And at that point, when he comes back to that person that he was, are the Clippers going to fall in line with that? My thing is, I, I they they have to play together. Like that little like I'm I'm like it's gonna curb like maybe one of them have they, you gotta play this back to back, bro. We need you to play the next 15 so we can get some rhythm, bro. Like you can't we can't rest you. Like I know the Clippers thing is just it's fine. We'll do whatever in the regular season, just be healthy in the playoffs. I don't know that that necessarily is that proven to, like think about it. Is that proven to work? Even the, the the last four or five champions, they had continuity throughout the regular season. The only the only person who was pulled that off was LeBron, and that's because he he ran the offense basically himself right. on the, on the floor. So you know it's 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 the it's the greatest of all time running heliocentric ball. You're not going to be able to do that with like Kawhi Leonard. It's, it's not. It's like last year's Warriors. Everybody played started out eighteen and two. You know what I mean, before that, the Bucks guys played a lot. Yep. You know what I mean? The Lakers. Remember, they got up to that great state. They got to that great start. Everybody, yeah, before the pandemic, that team was rolling because guys, guys were playing. I don't think like that stuff where you just we need to get you just need to get to the playoffs healthy and we'll be fine. I think that's a very outdated and misleading concept because I think it works if you played together before. Okay, I think it. I think it. I know. I think it works depending on who your best players are. True. That, that, that's when it works, right? It, it doesn't work if your best player is somebody who has rarely played in yeah. the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't work at that at that point because that that dude has never played on the court for an extended period of time for the past three seasons. So it, nope. it, you can't do that, right? If if you have a guy who's been through deep playoff runs like Kobe was like Shaq was, like LeBron was, like Duncan was. When you have guys who've been to deep playoff runs every single year, then, yeah, those guys are like, you know what, I don't care about this game in December because I know what we're going to need to do in January. Right, right, I, right, play, right. I play every single year. Right. Not a guy who plays like 40 <laughs> games a year, and you're like, oh, we'll be fine. We'll go playoff. How do you know? He doesn't play. <laughs> hey, I mean, that's just that, like, if you look at all their advanced, like, it screams like this team doesn't play together. Like, that's that's literally all it is. Yeah, bro. I mean, they're literally. You know what's wild to me? What's wild to me is, and this is why I stopped live tweeting games so much. Like, they're calling for Tyron Lue's head, bro. Like, yeah. I, and like I was like, this one, it's like, it's like that's been the biggest turnoff for me as yeah, far as live tweeting basketball games. Because the first, face. the first thing something goes wrong on any NBA team, coach, just coach. Coach. I was like, bro, I was like, is that like, like Ty Lue, really, bro? Are you serious? Like, he's the reason. Like, Jason, in any sport, the easiest thing to replace is the head coach like you can't replace the entire roster yeah you're right but i'm thinking as fans you should take a step back like you know what their best players rarely play it's, it's well, fans are the most irrational so i look i look at it like this like you asking a coach to manage a situation where you got two high usage high volume players who are in and out the lineup so guys roles and minutes fluctuate literally game to game Yep. It's hard to manage that night to night. 
because you don't get any consistency anywhere. No, you don't know who who's gonna be who. Yep. That's why I think Lou like it's, it's a tough job right now because you can't get those guys to stay play consistent. And some of it is like you just uh, bodies are breaking down. Like some stuff is out of your control. You're injury being injury prone. You get past thirty in the NBA, like stuff happens. That's why we're about to celebrate LeBron's point record so like lavishly is because that longevity is something to be like revered. I mean, I I mean, if you if you if you see the way players are looking at that man, LeBron is that a lot of people are rooting for him to leave LA because in their eyes, like. LeBron is the standard for the current generation, and they don't want to see that guy be wasted like right. like he is right now. You know what I'm saying? So LeBron and a lot of people, I mean, he like like a lot of people say he's our you know quote unquote Jordan right uh, of this era. So it's like that's that's been the face. Draymond has made the comments like it, like you said, that longevity. Who knows? I mean, Luca even said like I'm not trying to play for 20 years. Because the you know the the Luca don't take care of his body, so he ain't gonna. But that's and that's my but that's my point though. Like you see it with these guys in and out of lines, these guys taking injury. Right. I mean, the, like somebody made a threat. Like LeBron has it to down where his circadian rhythm is down to a to a to a, spa- <laughs> a pattern. Like literally, the circadian rhythm is down to a pen. That's how serious he takes taking care of his body. And I'm just not sure that's we'll ever see something like that. Like we just no, that's why I'm that's not- why I said it. So like when somebody was like uh, was like yeah. A total, uh, the a total, a total record is not at impressive. I was like, guess it is, because despite not only are you showing that you are, you know, proficient, extremely proficient at a skill, you're showing that you had the longevity to do it more than anybody else. Especially dude. Like, I mean, it's incredible. Like, not we, that impressive that somebody averaged twenty-seven a game for twenty years straight. like. Only one player in NBA history has averaged over 25 points per game for 12 straight years. His name is LeBron James. Yeah, Not even Michael Jordan. For 20 years. Like, and he did 27 for 20 years, man. Like, it's crazy. It's insane what he's been able to do. And people don't understand that because everybody wants to hate on the guy. I don't know why. Jason knows why. <laughs> I'm not getting and, into it, though. I'll tell you, you know, but you, <laughs> but you know, you know, you know, you know, Jordan. I think when that record, break, I, I started, and me personally, I started to see because you know I've gone into the arguments on behalf of Clutch, but I started to see you know a lot of people are really turning because a lot of people are just saying like, man, this guy almost forty, he's still averaging thirty. It, it, it's just like it's just it's like, incredible. Wow. It's incredible. <laughs> I love Kobe. I love Kobe Bryant, man. I got I got a Kobe poster. You know, right up there. Yep, Jordan Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, what LeBron's doing is unprecedented, dude. Yeah, sports period. Unprecedented. It's incredible. Him and him and Tom Brady. Uh, as far as like doing what they do at the age that they're doing on a level of their own. And I, I hate Tom Brady it. too. <laughs> yeah, I had to give that. A, I had to give that fight up too. So. King, King's, get, King's getting the jersey next year. Uh, man, <laughs> I, saw, I, saw, I sold the soul already. I right. sold the soul already, man. They can't give uh Tom Brady Rich Gannon his number, dude. What right. is, yes, we, yes, we can. Yes, we can. Dude, come on now. All right, shift shifting to the final part of the show. Uh, we are every team has played 40 or 41 games, which means we're at the midpoint of the season, yes, and we are going to do. The four big awards, MVP, six-man coach of the year. 
most improved player and the defensive player of the year. Um, let's start with the let's 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 start with the most improved player. Jordan, who you got? Uh, I got Lori Malkin in. Oh yeah, two on the year. Uh, it was between him and Shy, but I mean Shy. To be honest, like he's upped his uh, scoring, but everything Shy's else is kind of mid or the same. And a lot of it's because he's shooting a lot more free throws. Not to say he's not like driving the ball more or anything, but Laurie, I mean, twenty five, eight and two, up from fifty five in a one last year. He is good, and he's flirting with fifty, forty, ninety. Yeah, everything's up across the board for that hey, man, man. You guys know what's crazy is right now you can get Lori Malkinen, most in, most improved player of the year, plus two hundred. You're getting is good value. Is that, that is that valuable? Is that is that much value right now? Yeah, because Shy right now minus one hundred. He's a favorite. I don't know why though. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I, my, I think if you're a gambler, I, I'd hit that marketing button right now. We have no debate on that. We're all on. Lori? Yeah, I'm, I don't have like yeah, well, I, th- I thought Lurie. it was pretty I clear. Was the only one on him. Nah, I had Lori. Lori Shea was number two, and then like right. Kevin Herter was number three for me. Herter? That's just a, like uh, until Desmond Bain plays more games. I, I think I think I think for me it was how Hallie was probably after. Uh, I had Hallie number three too. I had Hallie out after a shy. Hallie's having Hallie's having the first twenty ten since uh, since Chris Paul. Yeah, no, no. LeBron, LeBron might have had twenty ten, but yes. I think it was like for the first, the first like point guard to have the guard, yeah, point guard, yeah, yeah, yeah. first point guard to have twenty ten since since Chris Paul. That that that's that's historical. So I wouldn't mind that at all. No, um, was it Russ? I thought it was Russ. Oh yeah, Russ triple double. Triple double. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry about that. I completely blew my mind. My fault. You're right. Yeah, Russ and Harden. I know yeah, that you had to go like Right. Uh, let's go six man. What you got, Jordan? Bobby Portis. Averaging 14 and 10 a year. Offensive rating with Bobby Portis on the floor, 111.7 without 109.8. He's third in double-doubles in the league. That's right. why I picked him, too. I was like, wow, third in double-doubles. He was my pick, too. Who you had, Kings? I mean, you have to lean Bobby because of the winning. I think what's-his-name was doing good, Matt. Was it Manchurian, I think? Oh, Mathurin, yes, he's having a hell Mathurin, of a yeah, Mathurin, yes. Mathurin, is another one to look at. But I think didn't take a uh, Russ. Nah, it, it's if they it, win more, he will rise up. No, if they win more, he'll they, rise up. If they win more, yeah, it's just they haven't won, and that's why I'm taking Bobby's because you have to right, win. Yeah. Like six man of the year is generally goes to a team that's very competitive that has a good, great six man. That's normally how they award it. So because Russ right now in the market, runaway favorite for six man of the year. Yeah, I think because if, the, they, if they, the Lakers end up top six, he'll I think he'll get it. Because they at Vegas is predicting a trade to be made and they're predicting the Lakers to finish in the top. The 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 it's not Vegas, it's the market. The market yeah, yeah, the market. But I'm saying like the market is, is logic is that there's no way they're gonna waste AD and LeBron. Like that's the conservative, you know, prediction for right now. I think the market's thoughts are that. Russell Westbrook's obviously a bigger name than Bobby Portis. Right. Of course, and there's that too. There's that too. In in the market for the for the for people listening, the market has no dictation on who's going to win because these are all voted on. Right, right. right. So we have no idea. The market could be way off on these awards. Right, I got yeah, and then just right behind, um, I think pool stats are getting a jump because he had to start since Steph went out. Yeah, I don't think he'll be eligible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so like, and then, uh, but 
Brogdon was kind of jumping out at me too for the for the Celtics, kind of holding down uh, one of the best scoring mitts units in basketball. So you know, I get Brogdon was also up there for me. Um, Coach of the year, I think this should be very interesting. I got I got Vaughn. I got Vaughn. I got Taylor Jenkins. I have Willie Green. Yep. <laughs> That's what I said. No, I uh, I think Vaughn would get it because of just what he what they came back from when he took over. I agree. He the, was reason, my... the, the reason I went with Green was their Pelicans can't get their two best players on the floor for more than 26 seconds. They're still top five in net rating. Yep. And I think the you know, I had very rosy expectations. But overall, the expectations weren't as high as they were for them to be competing for the number one seed. Right. So I think that's why I picked Willie Green. But Vaughn is probably neck and neck right there. And then my third was actually Mike Brown. I thought the Kings were going to absolutely suck this year because they can't guard anybody. And they're kind of falling off. But they still can't guard nobody. <laughs> <laughs> they have a really good – like I have a, a great offense. But, yeah, but – I'm not mad at Taylor Jenkins either. So that was that was that was just my explanation for why I went with Willie Green. Why I had, did you... I had Vaughn number two to be yeah. honest? And I thought both of you guys were going to have Vaughn number one, which is why I took Taylor Jenkins. <laughs> so I wanted to be a contrarian, but I think Taylor Jenkins' first seed overall in the West, I think, is a uh, huge right now. I mean, this is me betting right. This is me saying right now. Right, right, yeah. It's obviously fluid. Obviously fluid. Um, if if the Nets somehow find a way to be a top two seed, I don't see any reason why yeah. <laughs> coach of the year. Like, I mean, that that team looked dead when Vaughn took over. So, like, I, I get he's got the, you know, me and Kings talk all the time in previous years. These NBA awards are, like, incredibly narrative-driven. Yep. And he's got the best story by yep. far of any yep. candidate in that hey, old. That's a great point, Jason, because that, that's why it's hard to dictate the market. Right. Far- Betting is concerned because these are voted on by voters. Like you don't know what they're thinking. You don't exactly. know what they're thinking. Like we're just we're we're taking a guess. Right. Um. All right. Let's get spicy now. Rookie of the year. Kings. That's ah. Uh... I'm biased because because pre draft the slander was too much pre draft pre draft is Paolo for me yeah it's Paolo <laughs> I had to I had to stop I had to stop and think about the young guys it's obviously Paolo like he's been the <laughs> best like he's been he's been the best one like I just I just had to I just had to remember who was rookies this year because like it's like it it's, it feel it feels like the second year guys are still you know in their rookie years because a lot of them haven't you know been injured been in and out so right. it feels like on the floor, so I had to. I would be like, "Dang, like Kate and Moby aren't even rookies." But yeah, it's Paolo. It's Paolo. Is I think it's Paolo, and then um, the other, other, the other, the other dude from who the was it? Was it Indiana? It Benedict Matherin. Matherin, yeah, Matherin, yeah. That was my Paolo, second. That was my second. Yeah, Myler and Matherin are the ones who stand out the the two most to me, obviously. But Paolo Runaway, I think, is not even close. Well, I think. Who, I think I'll go ask you who. After you give us you, who are the odds? Who's the top three in odds right now? After you give us your, you know your your top take. three in odds. Hold on, let me let me see. Uh, well, I was gonna say Jalen Williams is someone I would look at for the Thunder right now. I mean, he's averaging almost twelve points per game, yeah. been balling out. And I mean, I don't know what his further shot odds were, but I mean, you probably could have got him at fucking. Sorry, excuse my language. 
you probably could have got him at like 50,000 to one at some point. You know what I mean? Like his odds are probably so far out there. It it, it, it was probably insane. Uh, Benedict, Where's Ivy? Ivy's playing a lot better. Where's Ivy? Let me let me pull it up. Oh, yeah. uh, I feel like Ivy's taking an uptick. Let me let me pull it up real quick because I know before the season it was Paulo number one, Chet number two. Obviously Chet gets hurt, um, and then Jaden Ivy was number three. Um, let me see updated rookie of the year odds. We got we got a uh, Paulo Bancaro minus eight hundred. I mean it's basically a runaway. There's no way he's gonna lose. It, it, honestly, it, it, do you guys find it kind of weird that this rookie class isn't really being promoted? Ah, yeah, I agree. And I, I think I, I think what it is, um, it's maybe not the star power, but I see a bunch of solid players. It's a lot of good players. It's not the star power, but the bunch of solid players. Like just off the teams I watch most, uh, Jalen Williams stuck out to me. Dyson Daniels only reason he doesn't play because they have a super deep roster, but he would get a lot more minutes. He's good. It's a lot of just solid players. Jason and, and market odds. So we got uh, Paulo Bancaro minus eight hundred. So basically. His the lose. Benedict Matherin plus nine hundred. Jaden Ivy plus yeah, I knew, I knew Ivy was coming up. I saw I knew Ivy was playing a lot better. Sorry, I saw that. Jalen Williams plus twenty twelve thousand five hundred. So you lay a hundred, you win twelve thousand five hundred. That's a solid bet. Uh, Keegan Murray plus sixteen hundred. Yeah, Keegan. Yeah, I love Keegan. He just won't get the touches because you got too many too many guys in the head in the pegging order. Um, all right, defensive player of the year. I have a feeling I know where Jordan's going. Go ahead, Jordan. Yeah, I got Brooke Lopez. Six <laughs> blocks per game. Uh, minus 1.4 differential rating off when he's off the floor. So his importance is definitely there. And honestly, I think the Bucks. the only reason why they're as good as they are is because of their defense, and he's a major part of it. Right. Yeah, that, I, I, um, and I have a, like a slightly different one. Mine is I think Brooke Lopez is probably the the safe pick, but so my, the team I watch most in the East is the Raptors. I, I, I like the Raptors. Like OG Ananobi is having an incredible year defensively. Yeah, um, a so lot of the numbers. What'd you say? I love that guy. So is Kings. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's having like good. like if you, he's having an incredible yeah. year defensively, like an incredible. Incredible year. Leads the NBA in, in, in deflections. Um, it's like if you look at the one-on-one matchups, he's holding like star players to under 40% shooting consistently. And I like that type of stuff, like, you know, oozes out to me. So Jason, guess who's, guess who's a favorite? Who? I, I got I got, I got got a pick. My pick to win, I don't know if he's a favorite. I got Claxton. Oh. He's rising. He is rising fast. He's probably like over the past month. He's probably first over the past month. Uh, Kings. He's not even listed. But who do you think is a favorite to win right now? He's Jaron Jackson, huh? Yeah, the winner. I, I I feel like defensive player of the year is one of those awards where it's a year late. Yeah, like he, think, like like you he said, got them up. all these awards are just so narrative driven. Yep. Like you never know what they what the voters are thinking. So. If you're a voter, tap in with us, dude. Please let us know what you're <laughs> Start on this. I'm going to get one. We're going to get Tony Jones on, man. Tony, I think Tony has a vote. We're going to holler at him. Um, last one. Let's have some fun here. MVP. I think we all got the same person, to be honest. It's, 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 it's the number one seed right now, putting up the numbers. You know who it is. Who? 
I got I, I got I got Jokic. No way. Oh right, right, right now, right now. If you ask me right now, oh, I, have to go, I have to go Jokic. It it I I had KD winning it, but you know, now with the injury thing, that that pick is gets put in jeopardy. But if we have to stop it right now, it has to go to Nikola Jokic. No chance. Who you got? Yeah, Luca. Top, he's a top four seed now, so he's eligible according to the voters. Thirty-four, <laughs> nine and eight. I mean, dude, that team literally comes and goes as as Jokic. Do. Do. Uh, dude, Nikola Jokic last game against the Clippers, he wasn't that good, and they still blew them out of the water. Like he was average. I think, but I think, I think Jokic is the favorite right now. Maybe they got, they got, but I don't know. That might change because, like you said, Luca, the Mavs are rising, so that 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 could change. Uh, the, oh, I got yeah. I, it was KD for me again. I think narrative driven. Season turned around. Played out of his mind. Um, that knee injury. We'll see what it is. He's getting an MRI to me, which is you know makes me a little bit nervous. If if you're a Nets fan or a basketball fan, or if you love watching KD, that's a little nerve wracking. Uh, second for me, a little bit of a dip off, but I think Tatum just has such a wide margin to start to start the season. He was playing like. Crazy out of his mind. Also, I think he's a plus defender, unlike Luca and Joker. Um, so that's this. why I gave him the nod. But again, I, I'll say this all when we discuss these things, it's like splitting hairs. It's so close. So it's like when I pick a guy, it's not calling the next guy bad. I just think it's splitting hairs. That's how close it is. This is going to be a very, very tight MVP race. But I had uh, KD, Tatum, and, and Joker. That was my top three in that order. We're talking MVP. It, None of these guys are bad, but uh, this is how the market's shaping out right now. Luka Doncic uh, plus two ninety, so basically three to one to win. Uh-huh. Giannis plus three fifty, number two. Uh, Jokic plus four hundred, number three. Mm-hmm. Tatum plus four hundred, tied with Jokic at number three, hmm. and then Kevin Durant plus nine hundred, number four. Man, if he didn't take it, get his knee injured, I would like. Man, I I, I would like. But what's that KD number like value wise? Yeah, I mean, as far as the value, I mean, we could have got this at plus eighteen hundred two weeks ago. Like, I said it. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. You know, yeah. I mean, that could have been a waste of money if, at this point if he's hurt. And then we'll, uh, we'll 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 circle back, and uh, you know, definitely look at this at the end of the season. Next week, uh, I want to talk about some of this All Star voting. Some very interesting stuff coming in the first All Star <laughs> return. They might as well call it the, the, the LeBron and Steph Invitational at this point. <laughs> By Jerome being an All Star, come on, man! Like they got it, like right. So make sure you follow RIP Kings, bro, on Twitter. Jordan Rules TSP. Jordan, tell us about your other stuff. You got a big playoff show this week with your football pod. Let us know when and where yeah. it is. Jason's coming on. We're gonna talk. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna talk the Cowboys losing to the Bucks. This weekend, or on Monday, I should say. Um, Wednesday night, live, 9.30 p- uh, Pacific Standard Time. We're going to figure it out with Jason, but Jason's going to be on there so I can give him a hard time about the Cowboys facing the Bucks because I hate the Bucks, but they're going to win this game, unfortunately. Uh, but you can follow us on uh, myself, at Jordan Rules TSP, Taproom Sports Podcast. If you're a degenerate, definitely follow us. Jason's going to be on there. We're going to talk some NFL Kings, if you want to hop on too, bro, power <laughs> to you, dude. Yeah, I mean, I have some, I have some stuff to say. I've got <laughs> to 
about Raiders football. I know. <laughs> it, it, this it will be a great year for us next year. Okay, I'm we're we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk playoff football mm-hmm. though. But if you want to come on, dude, I would love to have you. I would. Love oh yeah, I can talk. I can talk playoff football too. Let uh, let let Cage Brown the Niners. It'll be special. That, that's what I'm saying. That, that's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna get to. I will antagonize. The Niner fans, that's my that's my role now for this NFL playoffs. That's right, that's so, my only job. So all right, so this I'm expecting both of you guys on, on Wednesday. I'm all right. What, what time? 9 30. For sure. It's all live right, too. So it's it's no recording, it's live. It's it's live on Twitch, it's live on YouTube. It is live. Copy that. Uh, make sure you mark that in your calendars, people. Reminder, we'll put it out there if we own there. You guys be safe, and we are if out of here. You just said you were going to be on. Hey, man, I got people in limbo. Y'all be safe. We out of here.